kids are really great teachers. Realistically, I tell everyone, I'm like, they've probably taught me more this season than I've taught them. They're so sweet and smart and they just seeing the world and sports through a child's eyes is just something that you should never take for granted because they have such a unique perspective. And I've really grown to appreciate that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. As we near the end of 2021, we're going to share a few stories with you focused on purpose and gratitude. Today, Whitney Patterson, our partner support analyst, will be our guest. Whitney has a professional background deeply rooted in customer service, business, and collaborating with others. Her formal education is in psychology and business, which speaks to her strong emphasis on understanding others and building strong professional relationships. She has a strong passion for higher education and building a better future for our children and future leaders. In some of her past roles, she worked to implement new systems and methods that aim to improve overall customer and employee satisfaction. Whitney is a Florida native and has called Pensacola home for over 20 years. She enjoys boating with her family, exploring downtown Pensacola, and attending Wahoos baseball games in the spring. Whitney considers herself a coffee connoisseur, and has an undying love for all things food. Outside of her professional goals, aspirations, and accomplishments, she can also bake the best apple pie on this side of the Mississippi. Thank you, Whitney, for joining us on our show, and I think we have a lot of common interests. Just love having you on our team, and thank you for being with us today, Whitney. Happy to be here. So let's start. Um, If you would share a little bit more with us about your past experiences and what brought you to working in education on our team. Sure. So that's a really interesting backstory. I'm a first generation female college graduate. So I'm the only person in my immediate family with any higher education. So it was never really a matter of, am I going to go to college? It was always, where are you going to college? I took that really seriously coming through school. I started at South Alabama fully intending to be a veterinarian because all I knew is that I liked animals and I wanted to help people. That was the only two things that I was sure of. So um, started out there, failed organic chemistry miserably. (laughs) And my advisor was like, "Mm, are you sure that this is what you want to do? So that was kind of like a big shift, I guess. I had always assumed like that I'm the first person in my family to go to college. I need to do it big. I need to come out of this a doctor or something flashy for my parents to talk about. So when I dropped out of college, they were very shocked. So I came home for a few years. My dad put me to work at his business in town. He owns a plumbing company in town and he put me in kind of just a receptionist role And I think he was very irritated because I was actually really good at my job. (laughs) I think he was kind of hoping that it would kind of like, you know, scare me straight and I'd go back to college and be like, never mind, I don't want to do this. But I was really good at it. And at the point in time, we were kind of having 
some morale issues in, in the company. Um, employee engagement was kind of at an all-time low. We we're having really high turnover rates. So he was like, look, you're into this stuff. I don't know anything about it. This sounds like a very millennial thing. I'm going to hand this over to you. So we kind of started implementing some new systems and I was really passionate about it. I loved the understanding the why, what makes people get up in the morning and want to go to their job? Why do people choose to stay at their job? What gets people engaged in their job? So that kind of really became my calling was just helping people find their purpose and then holding on to that and implementing systems that made people want to stay where they were. So after a few years of working, I was like, I think it's time to go back to college. (laughs) So I had worked at Publix in my previous college years. So had a really strong background in customer service and loved psychology. So ended up getting my degree in psychology and business, because those were two things that I had grown to love through work. So had it not been for work, who knows where I would have ended up. So got that degree and I graduated in December and I started working for student education in January. And it's really funny because I always said, I was like, I don't think that I would ever work in education. Like, I'm just not sure that I'm cut out for it. Like, I'm just not sure this is my calling, but I applied anyway. And in my first few interviews, I just fell in love with the culture and it kind of called back to what I loved so much about my old job was like that connecting and building that culture where people want to stay and you feel important and engaged. And I felt that through speaking with people through Huron and Studer Education, that these people loved their jobs. They loved the people that they worked with and they looked forward to going to work every day. So I was like, I want to, I want to join a team that wants to be where they are and wants to be where they're working and love the people that they work with. So I was lucky enough to make it through, I think it was three or four interviews and uh, I got the job and I have been here ever since. My start date was in January. So That's wonderful, Whitney. And you're such an important part of our team and add a great deal to the, to the positive energy. So appreciative of that. I loved hearing your story. And, uh, you know, it's kind of fun when something kind of backfires on your parents. But you know what? It, it was all for the right reasons to get you to a particular place. And the things yes. work out in, in all the, the right ways. But, you know, I want to talk a little bit now. We did a Connect to Purpose video of you at What's Right in Education. And it's when you stepped out of your comfort zone and <laughs> you began coaching your son's soccer team. You know, so as you did that, what what's that been like for you? And did you ex- did you have an experience coaching or playing soccer before? I played soccer in high school for one season. And then I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore. And I wanted to play tennis or something else. I don't know. I went through several sports in high school because I'd learn how to do something, then I'd get bored, then I'd try something else. I have very little experience in soccer. The only real experience that I had with it was that my son had played the year before and then that little bit in high school. So when I signed him up and they emailed me back that they needed coaches or basically my kid and eight other kids were not going to get to play, it was a little bit kind of a reactive thing. I was like, oh, I'll do it, but I don't know anything about soccer. And she was like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to. Like, you just have to love kids and 
be willing to learn. And I was like, I think I'm both of those things. So we'll give it a shot. Um, so I watched YouTube videos, talked to some of my friends who also coach out there and just tried to learn as much as I could. And I actually, in my welcome talk to all the parents, I was like, I'm not promising you that your kids are going to come out of this like the next David Beckham's, but listen, I'm going to do my best. They're all going to get to play this season and we're going to try to learn something. So I love it. Yeah. And I love the video. So, you know, for our listeners, the video will be connected to the work that we do and I'm sure connected to the resources of this podcast. So um, people have got to, got to watch your video. It's, it's so wonderful to watch you out there with the kids um, on the soccer field. And so, you know, as you've been working with those kids, Whitney, what have you learned through your experience with them so far? I have learned that not every kid learns the same way which is something very important, I think, both in what we do and then also just in general, like as a parent, as a teacher, anything, like not every kid learns the exact same way. I have kids that when we started soccer, they're very naturally talented and they, it was obvious, right? Like they came to play, they knew what they were doing and they had played before. And then I had kids who were struggling and you could tell that this was maybe their first season or they just weren't really sure about the game. So it's challenging to find ways that connect all of them together, but it's so worth the time and the effort to figure out how each child learns and help them and mainly just keep them engaged in the game. Cause if they're engaged in the game and they want to learn, they will learn. Um, yeah. And so that was something really important that I kind of had to dive into, like finding different exercises to work with the kids that try, just trying all different kinds of things to see what would sink in and what wouldn't. And then something else is that they all have their each individual talents, which not all of it is sports related. Some of them are really excellent teammates. They cheer for their team. They support their team. They, you know, they're over there like, it's okay. Like, you'll get it next time. And they just keep the morale up. And that is so important as a member of the team, like to cheer for your team and to just keep that morale up. And then kids are really great teachers. Realistically, I tell everyone, I'm like, they've probably taught me more this season than I've taught them. They're so sweet and smart. And they just seeing the world and sports through a child's eyes is just something that you should never take for granted because they have such a unique perspective. And I've really grown to appreciate that. And then just the value of being teachable. Mm -hmm. So even if you're not the best kid on the team, if you're willing to learn and you're willing to be teachable, that is worth more than being talented. Because somebody who's teachable and willing to learn and willing to put in the time and willing to practice and they go home and their parents practice with them and they don't stop until they've figured it out. That is worth so much more than just being naturally talented. Such, you know, I, as you're talking, Whitney, I'm thinking we could take the lessons that you've learned from your experience and you're talking about kids and young, young people but we can translate all of those things into adults as well. I mean, we can, you know, probably if we take, learn, take a little bit more from what our kids teach us, uh, we would be better adult learners and better teammates with each other. So 
um, just appreciate what you've you've done with your coaching and the volunteer time that you've provided to those kids. You're a, you're a natural born teacher, whether you knew it or not. So, and we've recognized that on our team as well. As we close today, we were all at the conference a couple of weeks ago and you heard from, you know, multiple leaders that we work with, just the feeling of stress and, and burnout right now. And we learned a lot from listening to them. So as you think about that, just what do you think would be some some advice or how we could find a, a new purpose so that we can connect and help people as we go through this time of stress and burnout? What are your thoughts there? So one thing that one of our coaches, KK, had said that was kind of what resonated with me originally, so I'll share it again, was what got you into this kind of work in the first place? So really like stepping back and evaluating because I think sometimes it's really easy to lose our why, you know, like um, over time when things get hard and when you're just in a reactive state for so long, right? Like with COVID and everything, we've been in this reactive state for so long. Um, so it's really easy to lose track of that inner purpose and that why that got you into the work in the first place. Just really redefining that and then getting reconnected with it. So whether it was you were passionate about teaching or you were passionate about children or you were passionate about making a difference, like reconnect with that and then find a way that even if you can't get it through your job, that you can get it through a hobby or through an experience or through volunteering or something. And then just connecting with others is so important. I know for me, I'm an empath and an extrovert and all of those things rolled into one. So I need to be surrounded by people. Working from home has been a unique experience, but also a good experience for me because it's pushed me to connect with people in different ways. So because I'm not getting that, you know, stimulation at work, it's made me a really good connector outside of work. Connecting with my family, connecting with my friends. I've just gotten really good at not just checking in with people, but being present with people. I feel like the time that I have with people now is so much more valuable because I have so little of it, you know, so I make the most of it. So connecting with people that are close to you, that know you and love you and just really surrounding yourself with those people and then find a creative outlet and don't pick something you're good at either because that's not any fun. Pick something you're terrible at and try your best to become good at it. So I recently grouted in a new kitchen and I don't, I've, I have no experience with any kind of home improvement. I have no business being Tim the Toolman Taylor. Um, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this because I want to be able to say that I did this. So I watched tons of videos and tried my best to figure out everything I would need. And I worked and looked the first time I did my few tiles. It was terrible. I mean, it was awful. I would not call me or give me a five-star <laughs> review on Yelp. <laughs> but... As I kept going and I kept working and I worked through the failures, I did get really good at it. And I think it's important for us to pick things in our personal life that challenge us and make us better and in our work life that challenge us and make us better because we get more out of that than just continuing to roll through the motions. Yeah, I love that. You know, I talk about it all the time. I love the concept of creative tension and really pushing ourselves beyond, pushing ourselves through the discomfort, intentionally being in uncomfortable 
learning yes. situations and really pushing ourselves there. You know, and I, I, was, la- I was laughing, thinking, thinking like, what, what, have I done anything like what you did, <laughs> you know, with the crowd? And, and, um, but I think, you know, I think the RV and, and having an RV and, and never had one before and experiencing mm. that, Whitney, you know, I mean, that kind of the initial fear of, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing and right. what, hap- what am I going to do if something happens? And, you know, but, but it's, you're right. It's YouTube has come in so handy. <laughs> We're learning. That's what I tell everyone. I said, I studied at YouTube university, <laughs> so I'm basically an expert. Um, yeah, it's so great. So, but it's, but you feel it, 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 uh, it challenges you in a, in a good way and makes you smile and laugh. And the creativity I think is extremely important. You, again, you've provided such life to our, our team. Uh, you are open to learning and, and very connected to people. Uh, we appreciate you being part of our team and I certainly appreciate you being with us today. Thanks so much for joining us on our show. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast, rate us on iTunes if you'd like, and find us on Instagram. I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.